we're back. <laughs> <laughs> the best start to a podcast. <laughs> hey, Story Show listeners. Jeremy Corey Green is back here again with... I'm Shane Kepke. And I'm Angie Zoller Barker. <laughs> uh, these two are fun. I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> Recording here on a very hot June day. Uh, this is, I moved to the state so that I didn't have to deal with this anymore, and here I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not enjoying it. You yeah. said that, and then instantly in my head, I was like, "Rock you like a hurricane." <laughs> <laughs> All right, scorpions aside, um, we're, uh, we're we're here to introduce uh, yet another story from our. January 2020, Pass the Plate Story wow. Show. This one from is not a story. It's a couple of poems mm-hmm. from one of our youngest writers and speakers, Zachary Hyken. Good old Zach. Yeah. Zach was so fun. And he was so put together and laser focused, that boy. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. The crowd loved it. Oh, yeah. I mean, just adorable. Yeah. Oh, super great fun. Kid. Super great, fun. Great poems, as you're going to hear. Yep. So when I was a kid, I wrote a poem once. And, you know, as you do when you write poetry and you're young, you thought, I thought it was great. Sure. So I sent it in to this, I don't even know what it was. Like, this was before, like, internet. So I, like, did mail it in to, like, whatever this competition was. And they sent back a letter that was like, yeah, great job. You won. We're going to put it in this book. Um, it's going to be in this anthology, and it's only $20 to buy the anthology. And I was like, oh, hell yeah! Mom and Dad, look what I did! And they, of course, very generously bought the anthology. Aww. So I have a published poem, everyone. That's, that's a great business model. <laughs> you are special. Give us money. Exactly. We don't care what garbage you wrote. We'll print it, and you can pay us for it. <laughs> Poems are interesting little tidbits because some people just are repulsed by poetry and like, I don't get it, it's stupid. And then other people think it has to be limericks and rhyming and everything else. And our Zach here, you did a great job kind of on both ends of that spectrum of like having it rhyme and having it be a good story. And uh, You can cut this out if you want, but <laughs> we were recently cleaning out my grandparents' house as they were downsizing and seeking more care and in the back of uh, a storage area I found a little book of dirty limericks <laughs> from my grandpa <laughs> to which I started perusing <laughs> and I just stuffed it in my back pocket and <laughs> so every once in a while I'll text Jeremy uh, a dirty little limerick he will <laughs> it's so sweet they, they are antiquated they haven't aged real well and <laughs> And yet, they rhyme, as limericks do. They certainly follow the form. <laughs> Dirty limericks are meant to be shared. Oh, of course. Like, they it's not something you can keep to yourself. And no. so I, I have... <laughs> well, these are just for me. And, I, now, I, and now, audience of like mine. it's genetic, I have hidden said limerick book, like my grandfather had, in a space where my children won't find it. <laughs> for fear of it. Well, maybe, uh, not out of fear, but maybe as like a, a layaway program for later in life when yeah, they your, find your it. your grandchild. You, right. you don't want find everyone it. to lose all respect for you yet. Well, I don't want her to know a lot of how those <laughs> things work. <laughs> uh, but dirty limericks are playful, even if they're they're tasteless. And, um, and that's what one thing that I think helped Zach 
uh, resonates so much with with was his dirty limericks? No, <laughs> his, his playfulness. Oh, for sure, Zach yeah. was so playful, and yeah. whether he was aware of it or not doesn't really matter. I mean, I think he was aware. I think he, he knew what he, he he had a he had a sense for uh, how how the audience was reacting. It was fun to see, you know, and when uh, someone who's not who doesn't do public speaking all the time or for a living, but recognizes, oh, they're responding to me. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, I can use this, you know, it's it's fun. And so I think that's one of the great things about his performance of these poems. So. Oh, for sure. I mean, haven't you, maybe, you guys are different than me in the no. way that we approach public life. Um, <laughs> I don't have a public life. <laughs> But there is something about when you get up there and someone starts, when you speak and the crowd or the audience responds, then you get this feedback, you know, like you can feel it. And so it gives you this instant confidence boost. And all of a sudden, I, you know, I watched your brother do it. I've seen lots of people do it. I do it on the times that it made COVID really hard. I don't know if you guys as teachers, but like sitting there looking at a room full of people with masks on, right. And you just see these sort of dead eyes because oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and trying to like and they might be engaged they um, might not but. try running a, a class discussion where it's, uh, you know we made a decision early on in in the distance learning this last year that we weren't going to force students to turn their cameras on for various reasons right and um, but to run a class discussion when you're just looking at people's avatars and Man. We don't want them to have their mics on all the time, so you don't you don't get you you don't even get those little. You know, not only you're not getting the non-verbals, but you're not getting the the quiet verbals that just happen in a classroom. And well, even af- affirming sounds like mm, mm-hmm, that's what I'm talking ah. about. Yeah, yeah. Instead, Active listening. <laughs> instead, <laughs> it's like no one's interrupting me, so I'm just going to keep on talking, and <laughs> then silence. You know. Yeah. So it's yeah that crowd interaction. That audience interaction is... Uh, and Zach got cool. a valuable lesson of that at an early age. He did. Oh, it's, like a, it's like a drug we've given him now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's, let's revisit those. Let's listen. So here are, here are a couple of poems from Zach Hyken in the January 2020 Pass the Plate Story Show. Enjoy. Zachary Hyken lives in Kensett, Iowa and loves to be outside. Growing up in the country has been, a del- has been delightful and fun for him, and he's excited to be here tonight and can't wait to share his poems with you. This is a collection of poems by Zachary Hyken. Onion. I got onion in my eye, and I started to cry. I thought I was going to die the day I got onion in my eye. Corn and peas, corn and peas, corn and peas. I do not like both corn and peas. One, no thank you. The other, yes please. But I do not like both corn and peas. My mother insists I eat both corn and peas. Yuck, I do not like both corn and peas. Peas. Peas are neat, peas are sweet, peas are something good to eat. Peas are tasty, peas are yummy, peas need to get in my tummy. (laughs) Rhubarb. 
Rhubarb, rhubarb, vegetable or fruit. Either way, you make me toot. Past the Plate Story Show is recorded live January 11th, 2020 at the Marion Ross Performing Arts Center in Albert Lee, Minnesota. The show was produced by Angie Zoller-Barker, Shane Kepke, and me, Jeremy Corey Greenis. To hear more stories, follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our podcast, or check out our webpage at thestoryshow.org.